Podcast. The OC, also known as the App Performance Center, is the Exos Managed Fitness Center at the RealPage headquarters in Texas. Our podcast is here to educate, motivate, and entertain. Hey everyone, today is all about mindful eating. Before we get into what is mindful eating, your experts for today are myself, Simra Tynes, manager of the App Performance Center at RealPage in Richardson. And I have with me Caroline Wood, and I'm the Assistant Manager of the Outperformance Center as well. Well, first up, what we're going to talk about today, before we get into mindful eating, we're going to warm up with a section that we like to call, Say What? This is where today we're going to talk about our work from home, good and bad habits as it relates to nutrition, since we've been working from home this last year. Then we'll get into the main set. This is where we're going to dig deep into what is mindful eating, Um, different hunger cues, benefits, how to really understand how to implement mindful eating. And then we'll cool down with a food for thought section. This is where we can wrap up the concept and really talk about advice or our takeaways from today's topic. Before we start though, if you missed our first podcast, go back and listen. We have our first one that was about color my plate. This really talked about benefits of colorful fruits and vegetables. And then the second podcast is about how to get rid of that belly fat. Time to warm up. Let's get moving. Transitioning into the work from home environment after being in the office for maybe your whole life, Caroline, did you pick up any good or bad nutrition habits when you did start working from home right off the bat? Right at the beginning, I did a lot of bad habits just because the grocery store was no longer as convenient as it was before. Even though I was doing grocery pickup here and there before the COVID stuff happened, I really started using it more and more, but because other people were using it more and more, it was harder for me to get a spot or it was harder for me to get the food that I did need from the grocery pickup. And so I started to just kind of eat whatever I had left over to really try to draw out times between going to the store um, and not. But then the last few months that we've been working from home, I have gotten better about making sure I just go ahead and prep food when I get it. So that way, whatever I am eating, it's already made and I know it's healthy for me, and I've got fruit washed, I've got whatever I need ready to go so that way I'm prepping. And because I'm prepping those foods, I actually am less tempted to eat out because it's also easy to eat out right now because you just call them, order it, and either have them deliver it or pick it up, which means it's really easy to do that now. So now I'm eating out less because I'm making sure I'm prepping more. What about you? Yeah, well, first, was there like a realization that came to you when you were thinking, okay, I need to change this because this is not what I need to be doing? Absolutely. I noticed my energy and just my overall mentality wasn't very good because I wasn't getting enough food because I was trying to ration everything out. And then on top of, you know, you're already working from home, you're not getting to see people, and then you're also not eating well, Mm. it mentally just takes a toll. So I knew I had to change that at that point. Yeah, I know when I first started working from home, it seemed like a holiday. You know, (laughs) we, (laughs) we don't usually have where you just wake up and don't have to commute or get ready because you're working from home. So it was, it's like, yeah, I still was having to work, but 
it's almost like a snow day, <laughs> you know, when you're in school. So I think for me, it made me kind of take everything a little less serious. And so I wasn't as in tune to what my body needed at that time. And then I also was, you know, honestly drinking more alcohol. I mean, I don't drink much anyway, and it's not like I went crazy, but I definitely did have more than I normally do. Because again, it was like every day was a weekend. It <laughs> seemed that way. So I know that I started recognizing not just like the way my body felt, but then, um, you know, just how I felt mentally as well. So mm -hmm. I think I can totally relate to what you're saying. Um, so from there, I definitely started saying, well, let me get back to my routine of meal prepping and I don't want to eat out as much. Um, I just feel better when I have those, that food planned. I'm back into my routine, even if I'm at home. Um, it's just knowing already what I'm going to eat and when, and um, it just takes away the, the thought for me. <laughs> so it, it, that's what set me up for success. And it did take a couple months to get back into that routine because you didn't, we didn't know how long we'd be working from home. Right. And so once you kind of finally adapt and I guess accept <laughs> this is the new reality, um, yeah, uh, I'm happy to say I am back into my routine, food prepping and feeling better, so. I think the biggest thing from both of us, just from hearing what we both said, it's that routine. Mm -hmm. Getting back into that normal routine and finding what works best for you. Yeah. I know with some of our members at the Outperformance Center, other employees within RealPage that we interact with virtually, we have been hearing that at first a lot of people had a, a big time struggle. They were reaching out to us for advice because now that they were working from home, all the snacks in their pantry or their refrigerator were right there, so easily accessible, mm -hmm. and they didn't used to have that, you know? And so they were saying, I'm snacking way more, I'm eating more calories because of that, or I'm eating whatever. And so my frequency and timing is off. Uh, so I, I haven't heard that in a while. I think everyone has, like I said, adapted. Yeah. And now what we're hearing more, or what I'm hearing more from people's feedback is that people are food prepping, they're eating out less because they aren't going out mm -hmm. and they're staying in more, they're cooking more. And so I personally have heard a lot of people having success stories, whether it is just feeling better or that they've lost weight. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that's awesome because I joke and I say, oh, you don't need us then because you <laughs> haven't been in the gym. It's all just about your nutrition habits. But that is kind of what we've always preached anyway, is that it's mostly nutrition when it comes to weight loss anyway. So the fact that they're implementing that, uh, I'm super stoked for them. Absolutely. And something too that we want to touch on if you are not one of these people that are prepping and cooking more or you're not able to lose weight and you hear all these people are don't don't panic don't freak out you're good you're not alone it's just we hear more about these people having success but it's not too late for you to start and hopefully this podcast will kind of help get that started for you as well Onto the main set, going in three, two, one. When we say the term mindful eating, Simra, I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> what do you think of when you just hear that term mindful eating? It's kind of self-explanatory in what it's 
saying, it's being mindful about what I eat. It's being aware mm -hmm. of my eating, I guess. That's what I think of. Absolutely. You're spot on. It's actually defined exactly like that. It's just a, a conscious approach to how you eat. It's paying attention to the sensations of the food while you're eating. It's your reason for eating. And it's also looking at how do you feel before, during, and after you eat. So it's not just how do you feel after or during, it's about that before part too. And then also just slowing down and chewing more than usual, using smell, but also just take time to pause in between bites and just see if that helps too. Yeah, they actually have a cycle out there for mindful eating that it's kind of like steps, but it's saying like, well, why do I eat? When do I eat? What do I eat? It's the actual thought process that we kind of all go through without thinking about it. You know, how am I going to eat? Am I going to eat in my car? Am I going to eat at the table? Am I going to eat in front of the TV? <laughs> how much do I eat? And then where do I invest my energy when I eat? Am I trying to eat and weigh out my food and count calories and really worry about that and worry about the scale? Or am I eating to for energy? Mm -hmm. Am I eating for sport? So it's kind of, you know you take yourself through all those questions. That's being mindful about what you eat. Mm -hmm. And when you put mindful eating into practice, you know there are benefits. The obvious benefits is that you're going to feel better because you're making better decisions. That's obvious, but we're gonna name some of the other benefits that you might not really think about. You're gonna have reduced stress with mm. eating because you've planned it out. You feel better because you have a thoughtful approach to what you're eating, when, how much, all those questions that we just talked about in the cycle. It just allows you for a better experience to be in touch with all the cues of, am I full, am I satisfied, or, did I eat too much? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of makes eating more pleasurable, you know, <laughs> yeah. because you don't then all of a sudden say, I, I'm so full because hopefully, because then you have slowed down and you've planned out or you've really thought out why you're eating or what you're eating or how much. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So some questions you might want to consider when you're doing this. One would be, what does hunger feel like for you? And we're gonna talk more about the hunger cues in a moment, but just kind of start thinking about that. What does hunger feel like for you? Next question, how do you respond to hunger? Then what do you have available when your hunger arises? So are your, do you have your fruits and vegetables washed? Do you have your chicken cooked? All those factors, think about that. Before you start eating, <laughs> once you have your food made and all that good stuff, let's take some different steps to figure out, or not even to figure out, but to mindfully eat. So let's say you're about to go eat lunch, okay? So whether you have your food with you right now, or you know what you're getting ready to eat, or maybe you have an idea of what you wanna eat, I want you to go ahead and pretend like you're holding that item in your hand. So for me, I'm gonna pretend I'm holding a turkey sandwich, because that's what I eat for lunch. Now, you're gonna look at that food, and pay attention to see if there's any interesting details about it. So the color, size, texture, just look and see if you see any of those things. Now, pretend to bring that item close to your nose and smell it. If you actually have food with you, go ahead and smell it. If you don't, just pretend. <laughs> Remember what it smells like. Then place the food into your mouth. Don't chew it, don't swallow, 
but just kind of pay attention to the texture as well and kind of explore those sensations while the food is in your mouth. Now continue to not chew your food, keep it there. Now I want you to actually make the decision to chew the food. And I want you to chew as slow as possible. A turtle would be chewing faster than you. <laughs> Great job. Swallow the food. Now, do you notice any lingering tastes in your mouth from the food? Also pay attention to any reactions, thoughts or feelings to consuming that food that you just had. Now you've done mindful eating. It sounds so silly. You know, you break mm -hmm. it down and you're like, who really is going <laughs> to do that with every bite or with every meal or snack? But truthfully, once you put this into practice, it becomes second nature like anything else. You know, just like we talked about earlier, as you get into the habit or the routine, it, it's easier to do each time. You can almost do it without thinking. Right. So you could be mindful eating or mindfully eating without being mindful in a sense because it's second nature. Mm -hmm. So don't roll your eyes when we talk <laughs> about all of these steps, but just humor us and try it once and see how it, it makes a difference. Now that you know the steps to mindful eating, let's talk about understanding your hunger cues. So before you eat or while you're eating, how hungry are you? Mm -hmm. There's a scale uh, from one to 10, where one being, I feel weak, I'm lightheaded, you might not have eaten for a while, um, all the way up to two and three where you're uncomfortable or you're very uncomfortable because you're hungry. This might be where you come home or you haven't eaten in a while and you sit down to eat and you just inhale your food. Slightly uncomfortable, okay, that's kind of where you want to be because that's how you know and recognize mm -hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> or five, where you are comfortable while you're eating, you're pretty satisfied, you could eat a little more. And then six, where you're perfectly comfortable, you've eaten just enough to where you're satisfied but you're not stuffed. Mm -hmm. So you want to be like slightly uncomfortable where you're like, okay, I've just now started to eat. Uh, I can eat a few more. It's okay to eat more. Five, where you're comfortable. Or six, where you're like, this is perfect. I've eaten enough. So when you're implementing those mindful eating tips, you need to really pay attention to these hunger cues because if you're not, then you get to where you're on the level seven where you're full. I am slightly uncomfortable. Or <laughs> level eight where you're very full, you feel bloated. Number nine, where you might have to loosen your pants a little. <laughs> um, you know, us in the United States, we have Thanksgiving. This is probably where you're at on the scale <laughs> on those holidays like that, where you're on a very uncomfortable, or 10 where you're stuffed and nauseous. We don't Oof. like feeling like that. I can't, I don't know anyone that wants to feel that way. Mm -mm. And it's probably because we didn't really take the time to look and taste our food. Um, we didn't really schedule the time to eat. We didn't recognize our body while we're eating to know if it's full or still hungry. We didn't pause throughout the meal. So here are some other tips. You know, aim to eat at the lower levels. Like I said, the four to six is perfect. And really ask yourself, like, how is it, how do I feel throughout your eating? You know, throughout that process, make it an experience that you are enjoying. We all like food, so like make it a good experience. And keep in mind that your appetite's gonna fluctuate throughout the day or from day to day, and so you're not always gonna feel the same. 
and you know that's where you just kind of start thinking through asking your asking yourself those questions right now so let's talk about senses this is a big part of what we eat our cravings um, how food tastes how it smells <laughs> Have you ever, let's say, been to the movies and you smelled popcorn? Oof, Does yes. that do anything for you? I know maybe my sister-in-law likes to bake and she bakes these cookies and I smell those cookies and now I want those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and so we all know that like our senses play a big part. I mean, marketing and commercials, mm -hmm. they've played off of that because these commercials of say a hamburger or pizza or something that looks really good, they know that's going to appeal to people and they're going to then go out and buy that food because of how it looks. And they've even, I don't know if anybody's been to Disney World, but they supposedly um, will kind of push the scent out from the restaurants so that way you smell the food as you walk by a little bit mm, more strongly smart. than you would. I'm like, that is so creative. Well done. <laughs> Marketing. See? Yes. So. Just make sure that you're aware of these senses and how they can play into your cravings or play into what you are eating, how much you're eating, and just understand that. And again, be mindful of it so that you don't go crazy and eat seven cookies. <laughs> so Caroline, if you aren't paying attention to these things, like I said, you might eat those seven cookies, now what? What happens when I ignore what my hunger is telling me or I ignore these hunger cues and I don't implement mindful eating? That is a great question and I'm sure I know I've experienced all these things I'm about <laughs> to say and hopefully some of you at home have too otherwise I feel very alone right now <laughs> but what can happen is chaotic eating which means you are just inhaling food if you have seen the movie Elf when he makes spaghetti and dumps like all the sugar and chocolate sauce and everything and he just starts just throwing it into his mouth, basically that is chaotic eating. So that just makes eating so stressful. There's no fun to it. It can also impair your mood, energy, and performance. For example, if you work out or if you want to even just go for a walk or anything like that, if you're hungry, you are not going to be able to walk as far, walk as long. If you're exercising, you may not be able to lift as much or for as long. So you want to make sure that you are paying attention, especially if you are going to be exercising or being around people, maybe being a little happier. It can also limit your ability to maybe listen to and understand internal cues that tell you you're full or that you're done. So those hunger cues we talked about a little bit earlier, your body's not going to be as apt to respond to those. So you may get into that really full, nauseous category or you know, unbuttoning your pants or whatever. It can also decrease your enjoyment with eating. Something that's stressful is not something fun to do. So it's just going to decrease your satisfaction that you get from eating. And lastly, it's going to make you feel guilty because you felt maybe out of control and you maybe ate things that maybe weren't as healthy. I know for me personally, if I go home after work and I'm super hungry, I'm just going to grab something that's real easy and sometimes that can be a bag of popcorn, that can be maybe some cookies or anything like that, that's just real easy to eat quickly. Yeah, that, that one right there, we could go into a whole other conversation <laughs> yeah. where it goes into like your guilt and I know there's like disorders out there even around this and we're not going to touch on that but it's, it's a real thing. And so for anyone, really, whether you struggle 
with you know these thoughts by implementing the mindful eating steps it, it's going to help so mm -hmm. I suggest it absolutely so just some things that we want you to remember as we kind of start wrapping this up a little bit remember this is a process this is not mm -hmm. something that is going to happen overnight just like if you are trying to lose weight or anything like that it doesn't happen overnight be patient with yourself leave the judgment and criticism of yourself at the door okay just let this process happen also bring that curiosity with you bring that compassion with you to the table so that way you really are asking these questions because you are interested in knowing okay I eat this sandwich every day for lunch but I don't really know what it looks like I'm not taking in all the textures the colors none of that so bring that with you but also recognize and respond to your internal cues that's why we talked about those earlier make sure you're taking that time to respond to those as well yeah and be easy on yourself like don't don't judge yourself don't criticize mm -hmm. yourself we we said this earlier we all struggle yeah and um, I think it's just natural and we just do what we can so that's why we're here talking about this mm -hmm. so now what well, we just need to put these things into practice. If you're not already, maybe you're putting some of them into practice. You might decide when you eat mm -hmm. and you might really think through when you're eating throughout the day, but you're not thinking through how much. Or maybe you're thinking through how much and you're portioning out your foods, but you're not thinking through what you're eating mm -hmm. as much. You know, it's like Caroline said, it's just what's available. So really start trying to put these eating tips into practice and if you need added support, there are programs out there. Specifically, um, RealPage, if you are benefit eligible in the United States, they offer a program called Naturally Slim. Now, if you don't have the benefits, you can still go to the Naturally Slim website and sign up for this program. Mm. Well, what is it? It's a program that really talks about mindful eating. The whole concept is around these steps that we've talked about. It's not about counting calories. It's not about counting points, whereas some people find success on those methods, and that's great, but it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But this mindful eating can be for everyone. Um, it, it is a lifestyle, whereas you don't always want to be counting and weighing out your food. I understand that. But mindful eating can become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So anyone has that available to them. and. Do you have anything to add about that, Caroline? Um, I know the people that we've talked to that have done the Naturally Slim program saw really great success mm -hmm. with it. And it's something that they did it consistently and they did all the steps and everything. And now being outside the program, they may not be doing all the steps, but they are still using the different steps that they use that they felt like helped them the best. Yeah. They still keep that as they continue to move forward. So they don't feel bogged down by the counting calories and all that kind of stuff. Great set, everyone. Let's cool down. Food for thought. This is where we're going to leave you with a takeaway or a piece of advice. Caroline, I'll start with you. Awesome. Just from doing research for this podcast, I think the biggest thing that I took away from it was making sure that I had the mindset behind it being a process rather than, oh, I'm just going to do these steps real quick and knock it out and everything's going to be great. For me, I need to come into something knowing I need to be patient with myself and allow the criticism that I give myself to take a back seat 
and just give myself time to learn how to do this correctly so that way it can become a lifestyle thing and it's not something that I always have to think about or always do, it just becomes a habit. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think a lot of people would resonate with that, what you just said. For me, a piece of advice or my takeaway would be something that I heard from on another podcast a while back where they were talking about nutrition and they were talking about somewhat these hunger cues that we've touched on today. The person said, are you really hungry? Well, ask yourself that and use a specific example. So would you want a turkey sandwich right now? I've used this example in coach consults, by the mm -hmm. way, so if you've heard me say it, <laughs> this, is, this is the same thing. So would you want this turkey sandwich? If you say no, are you actually hungry? Mm. So are you just eating because that sounds good or this sounds good? Sure, we can understand and, and give in to those cravings or we might want something different, but let's just use one piece of food and ask yourself, would I eat this right now? And if it's yes, because you're actually hungry, you would eat it, then you probably are hungry. But if it's something you're like, I don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat that if it was in front of me, then you probably aren't actually hungry. So hopefully that makes sense, but that would be my takeaway and it kind of falls in line with the hunger cues we talked about earlier. I love that. I'm gonna use that all the time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Make sure you share the OC podcast with your coworkers. For more great content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram.